ladies and gentlemen, you might want to turn down your volume for the next the three seconds. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the Elliot Nerd, Joel Reeves, and I'm very pumped that we have a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Finally. The time is nigh. With me, as always, is Taylor Salen. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Lawrence Sperling. Hi, friends. We didn't know if this trailer was ever going to come. Now we knew it was going to come out, but it, <laughs> as far as trailers We didn't go, think it was going to come out this year at this rate. Yeah, we questioned yeah. it. Let's <laughs> put it that way. We questioned it. Uh, we're going to talk all things Spider-Man, all the crazy theories. Um, yes, I will be bringing Mephisto uh, <laughs> theories back onto the table. Bring Mephisto uh, to the forefront once again. Yes, but before we... <laughs> Before we even get there, Taylor, roll me those sweet Spider-Man jams. Wooka wooka. I wish there was a way to do a Spider-Man version of a Wooka Wooka. I have to think about thwipa, that. Thwipa. Yeah, Thwippa Thwippa. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's not That's bad. It. Yeah. I'll save it for the movie when the movie actually comes. Oh. <laughs> this is just a warm-up, you know? That Lauren yeah. will be here to see in person with us. <laughs> All right, seriously. Just like No Way Home. Or just like Far From Home. Yeah. Yeah. Continue the tradition. Just like, just like No Way Home. <laughs> did uh what's up joel did we see uh homecoming no. together no, no okay. i saw it when i was in austin i walked like oh, three okay. miles in the disgusting humidity to watch got that it, by it. myself i was like sweating my ass off and i was like thank god there's air conditioning in this movie theater <laughs> um and then i cried at the end it was great uh <laughs> look this trailer Tom Holland. Uh, this trailer blows everything out of the water. Uh, th- this is just... We knew the multiverse was, you know, happening. We knew... Mm-hmm. We, you know, we still kind of don't have full confirmation that the other two Spider-Men are going to be in it, but I think with some of the, the, the things we get here, I think it's pretty fucking blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, sub Subtextually, I think it's pretty obvious um i what do you i mean i i i I've, I've already watched it 40 times oh my gosh uh, i've watched like 15 breakdown videos on it i've you know i can't i you know i ranted about it on on instagram what did you guys think about it i i mean just for listeners at home joel was showing us a little notebook earlier and he's like that he's literally become the charlie day meme of yeah theories mm-hmm. mephisto so yeah um i mean i am a little bit confused honestly by some of the stuff that happens in the trailer just because it's like didn't seem like what this storyline was gonna be um but like it looks dope nonetheless yeah, um, I think that's. Uh, I definitely want to delve into that a little bit more, Lauren, because I've 
have a sneaking suspicion that I feel the same way about a certain thing in the trailer. Uh-huh. Um, but with that said, I, I really enjoyed it. I think, you know, um, it pretty much does what it's supposed to, especially as a teaser trailer. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, we, we have to remember, too, that we are the minority in terms of, like, we have followed the production of this film basically like even back to the when the uh, disney sony thing was going down you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and i think this is actually a first for us on the podcast where we've actually tracked the production of like a spider-man movie from like beginning (laughs) to end you know like in full with all the sort of developments that happen and uh you know i think it's important to remember when watching this that like yeah we kind of knew some of this stuff was coming but for people who ha- didn't have that knowledge, like, this shit must be mind-blowing, right? So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of trying to think of it in that context, too. Um, because I think there was some reaction to it where they were like, you know, like, th- people wanted more. You know what I mean? Um, and so I think that's kind of interesting, especially considering the the hype around this trailer. You know what I mean? And, like, uh, I think the, 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 uh, the official count for the movie on Twitter was like, you guys better watch this as much as you friggin' asked for it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, they're not wrong. Like they're, they're not wrong. So, um, well, it's already hit like 40 million or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. Half yeah. of those were me. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. Like I, yeah, you know what? That's a really good point. Taylor. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being like a layman. Right. And just like seeing Doc Ock. Fuck. I like my like I, what? How would my brain react? You, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's it. Like the fact that we kind of knew that Alfred Molina was coming back almost, you know, for quite a long time now. Um, yeah. I was, you know, I was like, oh, that's really cool. I think what he says in the trailer is cooler than like seeing him himself. Right. Because mm-hmm. because we knew he was going to be in it. Uh, but yeah, I can't imagine just being like, I don't know, like my mom and like seeing that happen <laughs> and having her be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Isn't this uh, the guy from the other thing? <laughs> dude, The one of the top comments on Reddit about this was I've spent the last like seven years trying to explain to my mom how these two universes are not connected. Now, what the fuck do I tell her? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's funny. Uh, all right. Well, look, we'll just break down the fucking trailer. Um, yeah. It, you know, there's a lot of uh, post uh, far from home implications mm-hmm. at the beginning. Uh, you know, Peter's been outed. Um, it looks like a lot of shots of him on the run, for, like pretty much right after the J. Jonah Jameson post credits thing. Yeah. Um, him swinging with MJ around New York. Um, then we get a lot of like, you know, him in an, in an interrogation room, him talking about how like this affects more than just his life. So we get to see like Ned and Aunt May, sorry, hot Aunt May. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, uh, let's like break there and just talk about um, Matt Murdock. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> right. Out of all of that. Dang, just coming in. Theory number one. <laughs> coming in hot. Um, I mean, I, I saw people like they're trying to like, because the shot, like that shot in particular, is like what basically, like his midsection, yeah. like you don't, they but don't yeah. show his face. But like people were like, oh, those are Matt Murdock's hairy arms for sure, like you know shit like <laughs> and that. His tie and his shirt. Yeah, and then well, and then they were taking. There's like a like a silhouette, and I think it's like it's kind of blurry and stuff. And people are like yeah. me busting out the microscope, like trying to, you know. Yeah. Um, I I would not be surprised if they the. Uh, 
I think the question is whether it's Charlie Cox or not. You know yeah. what I mean? Ooh, um, good point. But yeah. didn't we hear that Charlie Cox was on the set at one point or he might have been spotted like near the set or something like that? Yeah. So, so yeah. I hate I hate doing this for fans who like don't, you know, w- like want to keep up with all of like the spoilers and stuff. Um, but for the people that I follow who have confirmed pretty much everything in this trailer before the trailer happened yeah. are the same people saying that Charlie Cox is in this movie. So, yeah. yeah. Cameo. I'm I'm cool yeah. with it, you know. Just uh, just lay the seeds, man. Just just bury the seeds, you know. Um but uh it's too it's too good of an opportunity that Spider Man needs legal counsel <laughs> and for it to, to not. not be Matt Murdoch. Yeah, like, this totally. is yeah. a fucking wasted opportunity with totally. blasphemy. Totally. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, so like the the the, the, the the first thing that comes to mind through this like sort of intro section of the trailer is like as much as I love the ending of, you know, Far From Home uh, and the reveal of, you know, his secret identity, mm-hmm. I have a feeling this movie is actually going to kind of make me miss Peter, you know, like that traditional Spider-Man, Peter Parker secret identity sort of yeah. dilemma, right? Because I think that adds a lot of... Um, conflict and drama to and really gets to the heart of like who spider-man is right it's like that constant battle between being a superhero and being peter parker and so i see you scrolling through. you're gonna love this guy you're gonna love this guy named mephisto yeah (laughs) i see you scrolling (laughs) through the trailer right now joel don't try to hide it you don't know me you're gonna gonna love this guy named mephisto taylor yeah Uh, totally so in 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 my first reaction to uh and you know what i didn't do a youtube video for it i feel like a piece of shit um but my first like breakdown on the i know but on my first breakdown for the trailer on 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 instagram um we're getting really heavy comic influences in this trailer the two that uh, stand out the most to me are going to be One More Day and Civil War, right? So in Civil mm-hmm. War, Peter reveals himself to be Spider-Man in uh, in an effort to help Tony kind of sell like the, the mm-hmm. Sokovia Accords, right? Like, uh, like, hey, well, in the comics, it's like the superhero something Patriot Act or whatever the fuck. Uh, yeah. But for the MCU purposes, it's the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. Um, he reveals himself to be Peter Parker being like, hey, I'm on Tony's side. This is a good thing. We should all you know, like register with the government. And then the Kingpin immediately is like, let's kill Aunt May. And it's like, fuck. So <laughs> Aunt May gets shot. She's in the hospital. She's critically wounded, probably going to die. Peter goes to Dr. Strange and he's like, help me. And Dr. Strange is like, nah, can't do it. Won't do it. Don't be a little bitch. And then <laughs> in response to that, Peter sells his soul to the devil, which is Mephisto. And he's like, I will literally do anything to save Aunt May's life. Uh, to make sure that my identity is not known anymore. And Mephisto says, I need to take your marriage to Mary Jane. She will no longer know who you are. You won't be in love anymore. Everything you've ever known together is gone. And Peter says, fuck that bitch. I want to save Aunt May. Um, so are you saying that the Doctor Strange we see in the trailer is actually Mephisto? Because that would make a lot of sense. Maybe. It is very <laughs> possible. Um, tied into my notes here, you see... I wrote evil Doctor Strange. What if <laughs> um, there are rumors that a what if episode is going to tie directly into this movie? Um, oh, and there is a in 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 a what if trailer you see Doctor Strange interacting with an evil like uh, yeah. like b- black and white ish Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah, um, 
So I, you know, I don't want to go as far as to say that like this Doctor Strange is Mephisto, but maybe he's being controlled by or influenced by, you know, possessed by whatever. Mm. Or, okay. um, you know, yeah, someone's maybe, you know, even maybe pretending to be Doctor Strange, you know, right. could, could yeah. be someone else, could be a scroll for all we know, fucking, who knows. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, the fact that that makes getting, me feel less crazy. Yeah. 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 I just think the heavy one more day vibes here of him, like, I need everybody to forget. And then he's like, wait, no, but not MJ, right? Is the whole, yeah. like, within the trailer when he's like, make everybody forget. And Doctor Strange is like, okay, the whole world. And he's like, well, I mean, not Ned, not AMA. Like, not yet. (laughs) Totally. Um, Really kind of gives me heavy Mephisto One More Day vibes. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, with the reveal of Peter Parker, is Aunt May in danger just like in the comics? Yeah, I mean, maybe because we do see her in the interrogation room. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, you know, there, there's there's a lot of those questions, right? And then and then the other thing, the big thing to me as well is like, sort of, you know, like him also being uh, Peter, that is being treated as like both a celebrity and kind of a pariah in a way, you know what I mean? Right. And like, mm-hmm. but the way the trailer makes it like sort of paints it is that like, oh, like Peter's getting bullied at school, you know, and like he doesn't want to, <laughs> he doesn't want to like, you know, sort of deal with that, but. It's funny because in a weird way that kind of goes back to like a more traditional model of Spider-Man where he's kind of like a yeah. loser, you know, and like right. nobody really likes yeah. him and this and that. So it's kind of interesting to see the MCU's take on that, especially because at least the last two versions of Spider-Man, they've kind of tried to paint him as like the cool kid who's also sort of nerdy. You know what I mean? It's right. not that traditional like with the Raimi movies where it's like this kid's like kind of a loser a in a lot of ways. A dweeb. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of him at school, we do see him going back to school yeah. mm-hmm. uh, after the reveal. So we have to believe that uh, Matt Murdock or whomever, but probably Matt Murdock, mm-hmm. um, cl- clears his name, right? Yeah. Maybe. It seems like somehow he, he gets maybe, out. Yeah, he's he's either innocent in a court of law, but the public opinion, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't look kindly upon him. Or maybe the trial hasn't happened yet and he's just, like, released on bail or, you know, whatever it is. We do see him go back to school as, like, Spider-Man, right? Um, yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. is an interesting choice. I feel like at that point I would just, like, stay home, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> does he need school? Yeah, but does he even need – he's, like, a genius. Does he need school? Like, well, what are you going to high school he's, for? He's a genius because he goes to school, Joel. Ah, yes, I've got Midtown High, the best teachers in the Yeah, exactly. Martin Starr, man. Come on, Martin Starr. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember his name in the in the movies. But um My, yeah, I mean I don't know. Yeah, and then and, you know, we also have that small sort of scene. I mean, I'm sure it's probably a large scene in the movie, but uh the small sneak peek of the scene of like him and MJ on the rooftop. Yeah. And yeah. she's reading the which is funny because she's not reading the Daily Bugle. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but she's reading like well, yeah, around. Daily Bugle is like a like mm-hmm. a YouTube show. But she's actually reading like. like a New York Post like yeah. thing, yeah. like you know about it. So I thought that was an interesting little detail too. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that scene sort of sets up you know Peter's dilemma in this movie, at least from what we can tell. And I'm curious because we don't really see MJ in this trailer besides that you know what i mean and it's like does something happen to her 
you know, does her <gasps> involvement add some sort of stakes to this? Like, who knows? You know what I mean? So we see her a little bit more. Yeah. But um, it's it all seems like kind of first like act stuff. Like holding hands you know I mean? with Peter, too. Well, yeah. yeah. Sure. High school, yeah. But it all seems yeah. like first act stuff is what I'm saying in yeah, terms sure. of like, you know, Could how be. big of a role does she have in the story? Because do you guys remember the set photos that were originally released of like Peter nervously going to the coffee shop that MJ works at? I think um, so. As yeah. if like as if he, you know, like as if he's trying to ask her out or talk to her. I feel like mm. I feel like they're so they're so in a relationship at this point. Like he wouldn't be so nervous to go approach her if maybe she hadn't forgotten he was mm-hmm. Spider Man. Yep. Right. Yep. Exactly. So I, I again I'm getting heavy and so not just from this trailer but from everything we know about the movie getting heavy one more day vibes about like. Mm-hmm selling his soul to Mephisto to make sure the world forgets that he's Spider-Man, but that also includes MJ. You know what I mean? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the what I'm saying. Like, Mephisto. That would make total sense. I just hope that this movie isn't all like multiverse stuff and they just kind of push that relationship to the side because, you know, I think that's one of the best aspects of these of these series so far and especially one of the best as- aspects theories. of Far From Home. But uh, <laughs> but I just hope that, like, like again, knowing Sony... They would be like, oh, let's sacrifice like the core relationship of this movie for like more star yeah. power or more villains oh, or sure. whatever, you yeah. know. So it's like I'm hesitant about that. But uh like, but there's one thing we've learned of the lore of Spider-Man over fucking the entirety it's ever existed is they always sacrifice MJ's relationship with Peter. Always. <laughs> well, yes, but I'm talking comics, in terms of Spider-Man yeah. three. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Totally, that's true. I'm talking in terms of pure screen time, though. Like, but um, yeah. I mean, so from there, I guess like, uh, uh we see the Murdoch stuff, but we also see another appearance from um, uh, what is it, Damage Control, or like the people who like clean up yeah, after the like DODC, yes, the Department of yeah. Damage Control. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is t- the guys that uh, fucked over the Vulture in the first movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Nice. Nice little MCU cameo, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Tony Stark legacy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bringing it all, bringing it all back full circle, you know. Yeah, I do get, man, the fact that like Doctor Strange is in like sweatpants, you know, he's not mm-hmm. quite, I feel like he's kind of not quite acting like himself, right? He, okay, I thought I was going crazy and like not remembering the character of Doctor Strange because he seems Quite different to me, honestly, in his behaviors as well as his wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So would you yeah. say that he's Mephisto like? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Maybe. Uh, you're just gonna keep banging that drum, huh? Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> since since day one of Wandavision. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Wandavision, did you notice that the day they released the trailer is the date that they had put the heart on the calendar in the show oh really yeah. no that's crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. That. it was august 23rd which i think is pretty funny that's pretty yeah. great. um there's a short little clip of peter running through what looks to be the feast center which is uh um, yeah you know notoriously in uh the comics and in the spider-man ps4 game where aunt may works um and he you know does some volunteer time with mm-hmm. but we do have him in that black and gold like magic suit um and he does seem to be there's a i want to say like a chef or like a i don't know like another feast worker who's pointing him in the direction of us presumably another bad guy um which will all tie into my theory in the end taylor uh (laughs) which you won't like because i I think it's all i think it's all heavily based in the multiverse 
Well, yeah, um, of course, of course. Yeah. But no, I'm saying like, I, I think like pretty much the entire thing is like about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised by that, but even like, despite that, that doesn't mean you can't like still continue and expand those character relationships that have been established, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, especially with the, like not the Dr. Strange side of things, like the characters that have, you know, been there for the first two movies essentially yeah yeah yeah. but um also a quick note before we jump into the doctor strange stuff because i definitely have thoughts on that um the time of this movie right like what is the setting what is the the time of year i have a strong feeling that this movie is going to be like pretty much a direct continuation of um uh far from home home. you know what i mean like follow up from right from when that reveal happens and then you know, it's that movie take place takes place over summer vacation, so the natural extension of that would be, you know, it's coming back to, back school. to school, and that's yeah. you know when all that stuff comes out, um, and you know stuff like that. So, um, I just think that's interesting. Also, a couple shots of like some Halloween lights um, hanging, I think, at some point in yeah. the trailer. Yeah. So yep. kind of fun that we're getting a Halloween Spider Man movie, like. That's what gives him the idea to go see Doctor Strange, right? Because there's a little yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Twinkle lights. Yeah, exactly. Um, before we even get to the big, like, pumpkin bomb reveal in the trailer, we do see, like, a big flash of electricity, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which, you know, we know for a Electro. fact that Jamie Foxx is in this movie as Electro. The yeah. electricity is yellow, not yes. blue. Thank God. Um, Thank God. So, so maybe is, it's a different Electro. Right, so that's already, like a like, a multiverse version of Electro as opposed to... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a direct continuation of the Electro from Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, cool. Also, a big poof of sand when he hits the ground could Ooh. could could just be the you know the explosion of the lightning hitting the ground, um, or it could be Thomas Hayden Church back as Sandman. Um, I mean, <laughs> I, I, like at this point, you know, and we'll definitely have this discussion, but. At this point, like, it seems like this is kind of the Sinister Six movie that they've been wanting yeah. to make for a long time. Um, so, you know, let's let's I, I would not be surprised if it's essentially a, a Sinister Six, you know, reveal so at the end with all Keaton's the stuff coming been, back. Um, I would Keaton not be surprised. or Matt Gargan because he meets yeah. him in prison. Right. Yeah. At the yeah. end of that movie, Keaton kind of is like, I'm not going to give up Peter's like identity. Right. But like mm-hmm. Matt Gargan is like looking for him. Yeah. yeah. So, if not the vulture. At least Scorpion yeah. makes sense. But you also me. have to remember it's a it's a multiverse version of the Vulture, so it doesn't have to be right. like that version of Keaton's Vulture, you know. So True. it's like they, they could, he could just be like really old and really pissed off. Like I think it would actually yeah. kind of be funny to like see a super old version of Adrian Toomes played by Michael Keaton, like mm. you know, that'd be good, akin like to the, the comics. comics. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, and then in terms of the Electro stuff, like. Obviously, Jamie Foxx is in it. Obviously, there's <laughs> going to be no blue lightning and no, you know, blue sh- fucking glow to his skin. But I'm curious, like, are they going to go full electro, like, you know, the green and yellow sort of classic look, you know? Um, um, so yeah. I hope they do that. I hope they lead. They lean into that. I I think just in regards to like some of the other like set leaks that I've seen, it's kind of more of like a green and yellow, like like yeah. tracksuit. 
like yeah. uh, like a like a jacket mm-hmm. as opposed to being like the classic suit. But it is yeah. nice that it's like green and, and yellow. Homage, and, like, yeah. a nod to it. Yeah, you know, well, they're gonna go the MCU version of the costume, right? Yeah, of course. Like, well, yeah. I, and then what I'm talking about is something like what they did with Mysterio, right? Like that definitely right. harkens back to the comics, but it still has that MCU spin on it. You know, that sort of like yeah. modern spin that they do on all that stuff. So. Hopefully it'll be something close to that as kind of, you know, what I'm what I'm hoping for. So um, uh, let's go on the first insane theory of the day, because Mephisto doesn't count because that's obviously just that's true. old news. Um, <laughs> it's fake news. There is a theory that uh, <laughs> the shot where Doctor Strange kind of astral project pushes Peter yeah. away from his spider suit and Peter's holding a box, mm-hmm. right? A magical box. The theory out there right now is that Doctor Strange has been capturing Spider-Man villains from other universes because he knows the multiverse is about to break free and something goes wrong, you know, and like the Sinister Six happens and like New York is destroyed or whatever, or like they win. Mm. So he's preemptively capturing them and keeping them in this box. Um, And that is how the green goblin and doc ock and shit gets loose yeah because there is also this scene where peter is standing with his back to a dark wall and the lizard jumps out and swipes and hits like a force field Mm. could be inside Mm. of this box interesting something is something is keeping the lizard uh at bay or like captured interesting Hmm. yeah definitely and also can we just note that like you know, uh, I think we talked, you, you mentioned this uh, a few minutes ago, Lauren, like the, the the change in wardrobe, but like how it's essentially like a Parker version of like his Doctor Strange get up. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah. I just think that's like really, really great. I love seeing stuff like that. And also begs the question of like, why the fuck is the Sanctum Santorum like all iced up basically? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, that was strange too. Yeah. Um, in, it was strange in, in the hey, in the comics. The Sanctum Santorum is like I don't want to say like a living being, but like yeah. it has its own like life force. I don't want to say ecosystem. Yeah, like yeah. It, I, ecosystem. I think, I think ecosystem isn't quite the right <laughs> word either. Uh, oh man! But it's not. It's not crazy to me that there would be snow there. Um, no, no, no. I'm just curious, like, what, what, if there's any significance to that, right? In terms of yeah. Doctor Strange potentially not right. being Doctor Strange, you know, right. all these. There's like little hints in the trailer that says, okay, like, there's something off something there, right? Strange. Yeah, and and it's, people do make mention that like the hole in the roof that Bruce Banner broke through in Infinity War, but like the stairs are fixed, so it yeah. wouldn't make sense that the stairs were fixed and the roof wasn't. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah, totally, totally. I don't. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean it's at at this point, I think it's been five years uh, since you know you have that five year time jump, right? Doesn't yeah, because this takes place after uh, you know all that stuff. So we're twenty twenty three basically in in the story yeah. at this point. So I don't question that, but you know, for me, I think my biggest issue with the trailer is like the setup. Or at least what they show of the setup of how, you know, all the chaos ends up unfolding in terms of the multiverse. And, like, the idea that Doctor Strange is just, like, okay with, like, helping, you know, Peter do Mm -hmm. this when he knows the dangers of it. It's because it's Mephisto. Well, of course. I mean, I think that's definitely, like, after thinking about it and obviously us discussing it more, like, I think that's more likely the case. But is one of those things of, like, the logic of that moment in the trailer, like, doesn't quite make sense, right? Yeah. So I'm curious to see, like, 
how they're going to explain that and how they're going to go through with it because I figured it would be something a little like more something a little less trivial than like Peter just trying to like you know have people forget which yeah. obviously I is I think that's classic Spider-Man no 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 you know? it, it definitely is but in terms of like all the other shit that happens around it it just you know I'm not I'm not convinced at least as of now but um with that said I still love the moment of how Wong's like, don't do it. You know, he's like, don't do it. Yeah. And then he fucking walks away and it's a classic, you know, uh, Wong strange banter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is Wong Um, like going to fight Abomination in that like scene? Is that where he's off to? Is he going to see Shang-Chi in that? I would not be surprised. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I, I still have questions about that, but um. Yeah, but it's—I uh, don't know. It's, I think it's like the most Spider-Man thing in the world to try to solve the most mundane problem and then causing like a problem the that's like biggest ten issue. times worse. Yeah, so. totally, totally. Yeah, absolutely. But also, I guess like they try to make it seem like Doctor Strange opens up the multiverse, you know, by the spell yeah. going awry. Exactly. We're led to believe that it's Sylvie killing He Who Remains. Yeah. But also. You see that, that little Wanda. red flash? That it's yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So, so check this out. This is one of my theories, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but this is just my hunch. I think all those things are happening at the same time, right? And the multiverse oh, sure. gets split open because of all of those events converging like that, right? And I'm sure we're probably going to see even yeah, more um, of those events, you know, as things go along. So, yeah. So that's kind of the, that would make the most sense to me in terms of like, uh not prescribing like the significance to like one particular event, but like a series of events. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a few very quick shots. We've got happy, uh, Mm -hmm. being surrounded by like some FBI agents or, you know, maybe the people that shoot Aunt May. Um, we see Spider-Man jumping off a building. That's kind of doing the inception thing. Like we saw in the first doctor strange. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We see the train thing, which is more like, magic fuckery which again kind of looks like dr strange is chasing peter maybe because he stole the box mm. who knows yeah. another theory of mine um and then of course there's the shot of a pumpkin bomb mm. landing on a bridge mm-hmm. huh. and i love that who, it's who, the who fights with the pumpkin bomb? the exact same design <laughs> as in the raimi movies like it gives me so much warmth and joy to see that pumpkin bomb <laughs> yet again dude i've lost my shit we you know i was expecting Doc Ock. I was yeah. expecting Alfred Molina, mm-hmm. but to see that pumpkin bomb and then you hear kind of like the glider sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, I love that they kind of kept that as like a little teaser, right? Yeah. Like they didn't sh- 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 like we know he's there, but they didn't show him yet. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we get the gigantic fucking octopus arms coming out of the Hudson River, which is the last place we saw him was drowning yeah. into the Hudson. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a, a good, little that's, de-aged mm. Alfred Molina. That's a he good point. Bad. No, he he looks good actually. Surprisingly, he looks thinner too. Though. Right, that's what yeah. I was gonna say. Like than he was in yeah. his original appearance. Yeah. Um. Um. And he says, "Hello, Peter." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is curious. There's yeah. no. We, you know, there's no way we're led to believe that he knows who Tom Holland is, right? The immediate shot after is Tom Holland putting, like, on, like, the nano spider suit, right? Mm -hmm. So they're trying to lead us to believe that they're talking to each other. Um, But I I would say 
that Tom Holland is like freaked out that he knows who he is. So he puts on the Spider-Man suit. Right. But maybe Doc Ock and Green Goblin are fighting Toby Maguire. Mm. And Peter maybe. just happens and Pete and, and our Peter, Tom Holland just happens to be there. Right. Mm. Like I feel maybe. like maybe they get pulled out of the multiverse. There's a classic Spider-Man fight like happening. And Tom Holland is like, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, could be. I mean, could also just be that the whole world knows that he's Spider-Man, and so they know that this kid is called Peter. But why would Alfred Molina Doc Ock from a different universe know that? Because he got out of the water, and that's on the news. Yeah, or he he just sees him in the suit, and he's like, oh, that's Peter Parker, you know, Spider-Man. Yeah, possible possible yeah. it's hard to say every like, spider-man is peter parker maybe but it yeah. definitely the the line delivery definitely impl- implies like some sort of knowledge right of what's happening oh, yeah. so so yeah. it's it's tough to say because it's so vague at this point but i mean any of those could but be i just like crushing your theories joel yeah I mean, you're going to feel real dumb when Mephisto's in this movie. Joel, I just build uh, you up so Lauren can break you down. (laughs) I just like playing devil's advocate. Yeah, totally. Um, totally. I don't know. I fully believe. Although that's Joel in this instance. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that the threat of the Sinister Six is too great for one Spider-Man. And so Doctor Strange enlists the help of two other spider-men though i i mean you know it's obviously for like a stupid fan like like fan service storyline in the movie but like why couldn't dr strange just be, be like i'm powerful go away um you know what i mean mm-hmm. but because it's not dr strange a mm. good callback <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah oh, i don't know i fully i fully believe that we're gonna get two other Spider-Men in this movie. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much all but been confirmed at this point, uh, especially with some images that were leaked uh, that are for sure not Photoshopped. Um, yes. I mean, I think that's something that, that, like, I would not be surprised if they don't even show that in the trailer. Like, Oh, I would, I would I, be shocked if they revealed that. I think it'd be dumb the if they did. I, yeah. yeah, I hope they don't. Yeah, yeah, especially because you have all these other like it's like misdirection, right? Like you have all these yeah. other cameos, all the others are villains. Like you have plenty of opportunities to like have those big moments, like with the yeah. Doc reveal here. You know, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, also, I forgot I'd, to go ahead, sir. Oh, I was just gonna say, I I I doubt that they'll confirm before the movie comes out that those yeah. two are in it. Yeah. Totally. Uh, also, there is a Daily Bugle van somewhere in one of these stills, too. I think it's... Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. Interesting stuff there with the Daily Bugle presence. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something else. Oh, yeah. That's Okay. So, this is something that kind of bugs me at this trailer as a whole, um, especially when I, when I walked away from it. It's, you know, uh, it's one of those things that's like, it feels like Sony is scared to give Spider-Man their, his own movie. Right. Like there always has to be Tony or Doctor Strange or like, you know, even with the first two villains, like they were trying to like they were hurt by Tony in some way, you know. Um, And I just hope that this movie doesn't lean more into that. Right. That it's more Peter story than anything else. And like, yeah, you have all these other people. But, um, 
you know, it's it almost feels like he sometimes can be a supporting player in his own movies. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely one of the downfalls of of the MCU sometimes. But uh, I just, you know, I hope that they don't they they tend to, to to lean away from that because that's one of my biggest pet peeves with these movies in general. So. Yeah. yeah, I do have a feeling that once Doctor Strange kind of fucks things up, maybe he's incapacitated in some way, and then that's why Peter has to like deal with it on his own. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, or his magic doesn't theory- work. <laughs> Right, yeah, and there is a theory out there that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of really subscribing to is that Peter himself actually lets these like villains out, um, hmm. guilted by the knowledge that if he sends them back to their own universe, like they die, right? And he's like such a good person hmm. that he's like, I can't like kill you, you know what I mean? It's like if Electra goes back, he dies. If Green Goblin goes back, he dies. If the Lizard goes back, he dies. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like yeah. young, young Peter. Men like maybe even like a Toby Peter wouldn't do it, but he might like keep them locked up, right? Like knowing mm-hmm. it's the better alternative. Um, but like a young high school Peter like Tom Holland might, you know, be naive and get like coerced by Green Goblin into, you know, setting them free because he's not a murderer or whatever. I mm-hmm. don't know. Um, but it is a fact if they go back to their own universes like they do they do all die so that is like something they share in common together yeah Yeah. Hmm. yeah definitely i mean we'll see you know it's uh i feel like especially being a teaser trailer it's like kind of hard to make any swift uh determinations or judgments on on what this movie is at this point you know i think the biggest thing is that this even though we knew a lot about the movie, my biggest takeaway is like, okay, this is going to be a little different than I sort of imagined, at least in terms, yeah. like you said, like in terms of plot and and sort of the uh, the logic of of how you know the events progress and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't really even consider the one more day storyline when they were talking about this movie because I remember when yeah. it was first coming out that it was going to be like all the Spider Men in one movie. I was kind of annoyed. I was like, no, just give Tom his own movie. Like, what the fuck? We don't need a Spider Verse. Like, this is so dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now after seeing the trailer and it having all these like mega comic like vibes to it, it kind of like it kind of like changed my mind. Honestly, yeah. I, I'm yep. I'm I'm kind of into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I really want to see Tobey Maguire tell Tom Holland um, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> oh my god! If they don't do that, dude, it's such a missed opportunity, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I, oh my god, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make it happen. Um. Yeah. I mean, overall, I'd say the trailer is pretty successful. Would you guys agree? Yeah. 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 I think, especially for a teaser, like so much is in it, and yet so many questions still remain. So. Yeah. yeah definitely. You know, the true question is uh, how Jared Leto's um, fucking, what's oh, his name? Yeah. Yeah. Morpheus. Morpheus? This is this yeah. Morbius. I was going to say Morbius yep. and then Mobius and then Morpheus. Well, the three Morpheus M's. because you need morphine to oh my God. watch the movie. Yeah, I would not be surprised. The Jared Leto movie. Yeah, we haven't heard anything about that movie actually, so it leads me to believe that it's a giant trailer fire. Yeah, maybe remember, get shows. remember when they showed that Michael Keaton was in the movie, and then they just like, yeah, and they just like never talked about it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What if what if Morbius is part of the Sinister Six? I mean, what if they cut 
Yeah, what if they cut Morbius into this movie? Like, they cut the footage from that movie. Oh, uh, and then they so just... so bad. Yeah, like, they, they just, like... They spliced it into this movie. <laughs> yeah, just use the, 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 the greatest hits of that movie in this. Because that also... That also had... Didn't have a Tobey Maguire Spider-Man poster in it? Yeah, it did. So, yeah, like, did. that was, like, the multiverse movie for a yeah. second. And I'm pretty so... sure that this movie was originally supposed to come out before that movie, I think. Maybe not. Yeah, no, because Far From Who Home. Knows? Mean, yeah. That movie was supposed to come out like a thousand Morf- years ago. You mean Morf- right. uh, Morbius was supposed to? No, no, no. Spider Man was supposed to come out before Morbius because then that would explain like oh. it's more of a, vol- a multiverse movie than anything else. But I can't remember what the sure what the um, timeline was in terms. Yeah, of the no, because we got a Morbius trailer like a long a time ago. ago. Yeah. 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 Either way, nobody cares. <laughs> At least about that. Definitely. Movie. Yeah, I. Definitely not me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I definitely don't have a whole notebook full of fan theories about Morbius and oh Matt Gargan and Vulture. Oh my gosh! So who do you? What, what's the version of the Sinister Six you want to see in this movie, Joel? I okay. What I want is not what we're gonna get, but um, mm. okay. Well, I, what do you I think would, we're gonna I get? I would also like to. Po- I would also like to point out that um, uh, um, Mysterio is a team of people. Right, not necessarily yeah. just Jake Gyllenhaal. So I'm not yeah. ruling out that he could come back. Um, yeah. But I think we're gonna get the Green Goblin. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're gonna get Doctor mm-hmm. Octopus. We're gonna get Electro. We're gonna get. Um, I feel like the Lizard for sure because we see him. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. I feel like Sandman is in the movie, but there is a shot where it looks like the sand is blocking Spider-Man from. A lightning bolt so maybe sandman is in the movie but you know he was such a tragic like father figure character in spider-man 3 that he might not be a bad guy right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i think he's i think he's in the movie but he not but he might not be bad um so that leaves i think they'll bring back scorpion for number five mm-hmm. um probably then, like i guess i guess like maybe the vulture but again i, mean, I don't know if he would hurt peter so yeah. or Will Morbius. we finally get to see no, like a full version of Paul Giamatti as the Rhino? Mm, that'd be chill. There are there are there are rumors that that's gonna happen, but <laughs> um, I don't know how. I honestly don't know how I would feel. About yeah, that. I mean, in terms of <laughs> like, it seems if that's gonna be what they're going for, like it's more of that sort of classic Sinister Six lineup, right? Like the OG villains, so to speak. You know, yeah. Vulture, Doc Ock you know, Green Goblin, like the classic villains, if you will. Uh, so for me, I, I put my money on Scorpion and, and Vulture uh, being those last mm-hmm. two. But I think the other four are pretty much like all but confirmed well, at this point. Or do you think we'll meet Craven in this movie? I mean, we mm-hmm. could, but with everything this movie's cool. doing, like... Didn't we... Am I hallucinating that we had some sort of craven casting rumors or confirmation or something at some point a while back casting no but the movie's happening okay okay there is a sony solo movie which still makes no sense yeah great okay that's what it was yeah yeah Yeah, i'm not sold on it being Mm. vulture um just because of like his story arc but that doesn't mean that maybe the Sinister Six doesn't have like blackmail on him or something mm-hmm. and like makes him join the team, right? Like your daughter, she's 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 gonna die. 
And he's like, fine, I'll kill Spider-Man. Um, I mean, or m- maybe once Peter's identity is revealed, he's kind of like, eh, I guess it doesn't right, matter. Well, yeah. 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 I'll kill a high school kid, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, yeah, I think we're, it's so, it's such a weird convergence of so many things because we were supposed to get a Sinister Six movie at some point. You know what I mean? And it's like, that never happened. I feel yeah. like this is going to be like a Sinister Six movie meets the multiverse, meets mm-hmm. one more day, which is, I mean, if, it's a lot. if my, if I get any fucking harder, I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm going to die oh from lack God. of blood in my brain. Um, all of these things make me so nerd happy. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it also begs the question of though, are we getting another Spider-Man three where it's too much? You know, I think we've kind of questioned that in the past, but I'm going to just pretend like that's not a thing right now until we get closer to the movie. And then, (laughs) then we'll see. But I would say, I would say no, because it's their plan to do this. Right. Whereas in Spider-Man three, it was like, the execs were like, no, you have to put in Venom. And That's like, true. Well, we don't want That's to. True. And they're like, no, you yeah. have to. And they're like, okay, well, this is going to suck. Yeah. Like, and, um, and, and Raimi's like, oh, yeah, you're going to make me put in Venom. I'm going to fucking make Peter Parker be emo. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Studio execs. <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily think too many bad guys is a problem if it's like the plan of the movie, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. sure. if you're making that be the plot then it's fine but it's like studio interference to make that the plot is like a whole different fucking story which is what i'm worried about like where again where they (laughs) where they say you know oh they develop a great script oh but can we add like a couple villains here and like maybe have some cool cameos like with the multiverse you know and then that's how it sort of cascades into what becomes you know spider-man 3 or they're like, can we put Batman in? And they're like, that's not the right fucking (laughs) yeah that's the wrong yeah they're like no but 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 are you sure and you're like Fucking god damn it. It would be really cool. Jared to see... Leto as both Morbius and the Joker. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. In the same mm-hmm. scene with himself. And they fight each other. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, why don't we produce these movies, guys? We should mm. just make it happen. Just some genius ideas. Yeah. Because I would never do something that dumb and I would make <laughs> instead a thirty five season television show. Uh, based solely upon the comics, and uh, it would be a critical <laughs> hit, and they would make a lot of money. But they—that's apparently not what Sony wants to do. And everybody Release would love you. The Joel. Reeves cut is that what I mean? Yeah. The Reeves cut. <laughs> Sony ever wants to make a billion dollars on an X Men TV show? They can come straight to me. It'll be dude. Great. I'm gonna just start that hashtag now, Joel. And people are gonna be like, "What does that even mean?" Like, yeah. oh, you find out. Be like, "Oh no, wait. they're gonna they're gonna be just like, wait. do you mean the Christopher Reeve yeah. cut?" Like you're spelling it wrong. Yeah. It's too yeah. ease. Exactly. Yeah. That's funny. Uh yeah, I'm hype on this movie. Um I do I do unfortunately think they're gonna show the other spiders in whatever t- trailer they release next. Mm-hmm. Um and because I do think these other shots of these other villains are from like, you know, a cut of some other kind of promotional material mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i think we'll see the other spiders which i would love to be a surprise for everybody because like you like we know this stuff right but to blow people's minds in theaters would is i just think is such a better tactic than like hey look it's toby and you're like eh, okay well. yeah but like <laughs> hey, even <look>. knowing <laughs> even knowing that it's coming like just seeing how they do it 
in theaters would be so much better than the trailer. Like, we know they're going to be in the movie, but, like, how? Whereas, like, I feel like... The context in which... (laughs) I mean... Uh, Yeah, just, like, you know, are they going to be in the scenes together? Are they not? Like, it just, like, would be so much better if they just wait. Yeah, totally. I'm excited to see Jamie Foxx and Andrew Garfield interact again. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yep. Definitely. He definitely doesn't seem to be the nerd that he was in the in the, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. He's got that slick, slick jacket on. Uh, you guys don't know what we're talking about. You can Google this shit and find pictures of things. Or if you don't want to, then don't. Yeah. <laughs> the internet is out there. And it is your friend yeah. in terms of information. Mm. <laughs> okay, Sometimes. I give this trailer a 27 out of 10. Oh, geez. Wow. Great. There you go. The official stamp of approval, dude. They should put that on the poster. <laughs> for the movie. 27, 27 out, of out of 10. I Joel haven't seen it yet. Joel. 27 out of 10. <laughs> hey, if Taylor can get his poll quote on the back of the Avengers Endgame Blu-ray, you know, there's... Come on. It's possible. There's hope yet. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Well, true. we will, we will uh, send this clip of the podcast to Sony... <laughs> When they start releasing the Blu-ray of this movie and be like, 27 out of 10, Joel Reeves, pop, pop. pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you know man. what I think is going to happen is um, you're going to get that Suicide Squad tattoo and that's going to be on the back of the, the DVD release. Ooh. I'd be fine with that as well, actually. I lost a bet. This movie was great. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so great that I had to get a tattoo because I lost yeah. a bet. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, well, uh, do you guys have anything else on the trailer then before we move on? Yeah, you guys want to talk about it all over again? Because it was so good. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do a live watch right now. Cool. Uh, no, we're going to do, do a little what if talk, but that might be its own episode. So if it, we'll see how lazy I feel in the editing. But if it's, you know, if it's, if it is a new episode, uh, thank you all for listening to this uh, trailer breakdown of uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I am the LA Nerd. That is my social media all over the internet uh, and the dark web. Uh, Taylor, where can everybody find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter, uh, Taylor Salem, at Taylor Salem. Lauren? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, a possible see you later, nerds. We'll see what happens. If not, it's going to be really weird that this is in the middle of the episode. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Pop 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 Podcast. Uh, I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and with me, as always, is Taylor Salem. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Lauren Sperling. Hi, friends. That's going to be a terrible cut if you do cut it. This is most likely the same episode. Uh, (laughs) We're going to be talking about what if. Um, This is going to be... This is going to be the most wild episode of Pop Pop yet when you hear the theme song twice in one episode. Before we get to What If, roll me those sweet, smooth jams again. Wooka wooka.
it's gonna be like what if we did two episodes in one yeah it's gonna be great it fits the format i guess fits the theme <laughs> what if there was no way home Ooh. Oh. title of the episode new episode new beer. title of your sex tape. <laughs> yes yes to both <laughs> uber's so expensive i guess i'll just stay at this girl's house no no way home no way home <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so funny. Wow. Anyway, if you, you know, <laughs> if if this is a new episode, uh, go listen to the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home episode. But it's but it's probably not, so you're probably still listening. Um, we watched What If? You know, we had the trend of watching two episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then reviewing them. Two episodes of Loki, and then reviewing them. And here um, we are watching two episodes of What If? Didn't we do that for WandaVision as well? Hmm? In two episodes of WandaVision and then reviewing. And here we are for what if. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are for what if. Oh, man. Yep, here, here we are. Here we are. Um, <laughs> I think that trailer just kind of melted our brains. Um, Mephisto. So, the, yeah. Mephisto has taken over our consciousness. And we're all a little nutty right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um so, you know, I think we've all given our general thoughts in the past on like, you know, what we how excited we were for this series, you know, ranging from various levels. I think I can't remember who was the most excited. I know I was pretty pumped for this because I love shit like this. Um I was a big fan of like the comics they would do of this. Yeah. Um So yeah, I was I was, you know, I didn't see how it was going to fit into the larger MCU, but I was mm-hmm. still pretty excited about it. Yeah. I could go either way going into it. Gotcha. So I guess my question though is like how did uh how did the first two episodes live up to your guys' expectations? Oh my god, they were fucking great. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think I still I... don't necessarily see how it's gonna connect to the larger MCU, but if you yeah. listen to our last episode slash this episode, um <laughs> I did theorize that maybe Evil Doctor Strange, which we haven't seen yet, but we'll see in another episode of this show that might still be the same episode of this show, mm. um, that uh, it could play into Multiverse of Madness and or No Way Home. So, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, just because it hasn't tied in yet doesn't mean that it won't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, 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 like this is always the case with the comics, too. And it's I've read a few what if comics way back in the day, but I haven't really been like super dug super deep into that lore, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. from what I remember, you know, one of the biggest downfalls, if you will, of the what if series is that you have to pack a whole story, you know, a whole yeah. alternate story like this into one yeah. episode, into right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it's not a run. It's just a singular, you know, issue. Yeah. And, you know, it very much takes that format and, and translate it to, you know, to the animated world. Um, and I think by and large, that is still kind of a problem for the series so far. Although I think the second episode was more successful in terms of minimizing that than the first episode. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with you on that. I think that was part of the reason why I didn't love the first episode or why I liked the second episode better. Because mm-hmm. um, Captain Carter is super awesome. 
but it did feel like a lot of those story points for that particular story were very rushed to fit into that time sequence whereas like with the second episode i feel like there's a little bit more wiggle room because it was a little bit different of a story yeah yeah, definitely. Like it, it was more of a, a change on the story than just flipping the two characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's not to say I didn't love the first episode, but you know that that second episode really starts to fulfill the promise of of what something like this could be. You know. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they'll keep sort of heading down that direction. By the way, I don't know if you guys know this. This was supposed to be ten episodes, and they actually made it nine. They took one of the episodes out, and they said oh. either it didn't fit or they wanted to save it for like a second season, which this show is getting. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, you know, nine episodes, um, which I kind of expected more. I think when they originally announced it, I thought it was supposed to be a lot more than that. Like my assumption was that there was going to be kind of an episode for like every sort of. At least every character Scenario, or property, yeah, yeah. not to mention like all of the different movies that have come out. You know what I mean? Um, mm. So I found that kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I guess... if they're try- if they're taking it to multi series, then yeah. maybe that's why they're trying to get you know years mm-hmm. worth out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Which which makes sense. Um, and you know, especially in terms of animated stuff, if you're trying to do. 20 or 25 animated episodes per season, you know, or in total, like yeah. it's better to split that up into multiple seasons, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. The animation style, I, I will say if it's not an action scene, I'm very like distracted by it. It's not well, my favorite. Cause it's, CG. I will say it plays, I know, but like, I will say it plays very well in, in, in action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The whole like uh, fucking spoilers. You all already fucking know how this show works. Um, in the scene where like Steve, aka New Iron Man, is like flying around, <laughs> and, like, and like Captain Carter is like just fucking jumping from like plane to plane to Steve to plane. Yeah. It's just like yeah, it's fucking it's beautiful. That was great. It's yeah, especially so with the music, good. you know, like the music yeah. choices and all that stuff. It was just yeah, is is gorgeous. But no, I know yeah. exactly what you're... It kind of has like that cell-shaded look it's, almost yeah, to it, like but it's Legend not... It's like Legend of Zelda, the Wind Waker or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean? it's like totally. Totally. It feels... The it, cell-shading. It feels somewhere in between like traditional animation and like what Spider-Verse did, even though that does like... A, yeah. There's a bunch of different techniques in that movie. But um, but yeah, I mean, I as far as the overall animation style, I enjoyed it. But yeah, I think my biggest issue with this first um, this first episode, like you identified, Lauren, is just the fact that... You know, it feels very similar, like slight changes, but not like it doesn't feel true. What if in terms of this being a a true altering of the universe kind of change or event that's happening, yeah. um, you know, as well as just it being rushed. Like I would have been OK if this was a 45 minute episode and the rest were like yeah. 30 minute episodes. And I feel like yeah. that kind of hamstrung uh, it a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but also kind of tragic in the way that like obviously Peggy uh, ends up you know, uh, suffering the same fate as Steve in terms of, you know, being trapped and and all that stuff. So they got to, they have to, they have to bring that back around. I'm sure. I feel like if they don't bring Captain Carter into the present in some way or another, like it would be a missed opportunity. Yeah. Whether it'll happen this season or later down the road. Well, maybe that's what it, uh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe that episode that they moved Mm-hmm. is is yeah. that and maybe it'll open Very the possible. next season yeah i would not be surprised by that so um 
so yeah, I mean, again, I, I enjoy it. I don't know if you guys like have any particular moments um, we want to highlight in this episode. I will say that the whole possibility of this being tied to the multiverse in any way, shape, or form is uh, made somewhat more plausible by the fact that I think that giant monster coming out of the portal was Shumagorath, mm-hmm. which Shumagorath is a uh, Doctor Strange villain who kind of mm-hmm. is tied to the multiverse in one way or another um they don't show the core of him which is just like a big fucking eyeball um kind of like the starro, starro thing it's, yeah. i was about to say it's funny that we're getting all these space squids in movies yeah. now giant space squids. <laughs> but i would be remiss to think it was any other marvel villain except for shumagorath so you know i i again i can't see how they're going to tie this into the actual canon of the show but I don't think that they would put it on the timeline of phase four if it didn't in some way, right? They could have released yeah. this separately, right? Mm-hmm. As like a one-off for fun, but they actually directly tied it into phase four. So I yeah, have to assume true. it's going to affect something somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's uh, interesting. I thought, I thought yeah. the Iron Man suit was cool. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it was it funny is. to see Tony, or I'm sorry, Howard Stark, you know, I give the suit to Steve Rogers, which, you know, yeah. I just the dichotomy of like that his relationship with Tony in the future is just I don't know. I thought yeah, it was cute. Totally. Totally. I uh, One thing that I do want to mention is I was surprised how many of the actors they actually got back for like, especially mm-hmm. in this episode where like one, two, maybe like small scenes. You know, it's not like they have major yeah. presence in the thing. So, you know, but at, at the same time with that said, especially with episode two, I could tell that. Some of the voice actors were not the people who originally played them. Um, oh, for sure. Like Drax in particular was pretty freaking obvious it wasn't Dave Batista. By the way, he said that they didn't uh, reach out to him for the show, which I found interesting. Um, that is very interesting. Yeah. And he, he Probably because he's not a great actor. He seemed so kind of like, I mean, eh. he's not a bad actor. Um, he's, got, he's got some range. He's, he's all right. He's he's got I would say he has just about as much range as, as John Cena, which as is Drax. actually surprising. <laughs> Which is actually surprising considering, like, both those guys are wrestlers, you know? Yeah. Um, Cena might be a little bit better, honestly. I, I think so, too. Um, yeah. But they're, they're about that same... I, I don't want to say it, but... Yeah, they're about that same level, yeah. you know? But ne- nevertheless, yeah, I just think it's interesting how they pick and choose which actors are coming back for this series and which ones are essentially filled in by new uh, voice actors, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Speaking of, one of which is a friend of mine. Oh, really? In the yeah. Captain, Captain Carter in the- episode? Yeah, in the nice. Captain Carter episode, um, my friend Isaac plays, uh, I think his name is Brick, mm. um, and he's the, I think he's the first guy that Captain Carter fights um, on the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Before we move on to episode two, I just want to put this image in your head. Um Giant buff Captain Carter just absolutely dude, dominating twink Steve Rogers in bed. Freaking rips. <laughs> dude, seriously. I, I, I didn't really notice it in the trailers, but like in the thing, like you notice like the buff, the you know, the swoleness of Captain yeah. Carter, and I loved every oh, yeah. second of it. I, but I they're still like well, and she's taught that, like, like she grows. Like, yeah. 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 I love it. I'm just it's imagining just dominating like, Steve Rogers. Oh my god, just I know, I'm sorry, twink Steve Rogers. Twink dude, Steve Rogers. Like, Jeez. Do you think he wears the suit? Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I guess he would have to, right? Or she'd like fucking murder him. Yeah, just fucking break every bone in his body. But um, 
What do you call oh, it? What's uh, that Futurama episode? The the death by snoo snoo. <laughs> That's funny. I, yeah, I didn't realize that actually Skinny Steve is not uh, Chris Evans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it kind of sounds like him though too. So they yeah did a pretty good job. Yeah. So which is whereas interesting. Antonio Banderas or not Antonio Banderas? Wow. Um, oh my gosh, Benicio the collector. Del Toro. Benicio. I didn't think that was Benicio, but it, it is. was. It is, right? And so that's what I'm saying. It like, does not like, sound like Banderas. him. Right? And what? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. And well, that's kind of the point I was trying to get at where it's like the people who are cast as the actors like sometimes don't sound like their uh, live action counterparts. And then, you know, you also have, you know, new people coming in who sometimes can sound like the person, like the guy who plays Steve. So it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's a little bit of a little bit of a mindfuck in that way. Uh, I definitely before we'll, we'll continue to episode two, but I just want to run through the cast of who they got back because it's just looking at it, it's pretty friggin' impressive, and it, yeah, it, it makes is. you very excited for what's to come in this series. But um, yeah, episode two is basically what if Ch- Jared Leto, Jared Leto, <laughs> what, what Jared if Jared Leto, Leto became Star Lord? What if Jared oh, Leto played everybody God. in the MCU? Mm. That'd be fitting in some roles, like for the Collector. Like, instead of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe, it's Jared Leto acts as everybody in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, Jared Leto becomes the Marvel Universe. No, thank you. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, All right, are you going to read out this list or what? Oh, yeah, I was going to save it till after because... um, But yeah, okay, okay. so no, like, uh, in addition to, like, most of the people who... um, who are guest starring, which is, you know, like Haley Atwell, Toby Jones, like all those people, uh, Karen Gillan in the second episode, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, the It says the following actors are also slated to appear. So we have Jamie Alexander, Angela Bassett. Uh, we have Lake Bell, who's actually going to be playing Black Widow. Uh, ba- Paul <laughs> Bettany, Leslie Bibb from the Iron Man movies. Clancy mm-hmm. Brown as Surtur. Uh, <gasps> Don Cheadle, uh, Cumberbatch. Yes. Dave Desmalchin from the Ant-Man movies, Pat Dennings, uh, Michael Douglas, John Favreau, Goldblum, Clark Gregg, Frank Grillo, Hemsworth, Hiddleston. Frank Grillo's coming back. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, Michael B. Jordan is coming back as King Killmonger, apparently, Mm. Um, at some point. uh, We have Evangeline Lilly, Rachel McAdams, Natalie Portman, Paul Rudd, Mark Ruffalo, Circus, Smolders. Uh, We get uh, St. Pierre back as Batroc. Uh, ah. Which I know you love, Joel. Uh, <laughs> Tilda Swinton, Emily Van Camp, Taika, uh, Mick Wingert as Tony Stark, Iron Man, and then uh, interesting Wong is Wong. <laughs> yeah, it's um, interesting. Like who of the main cast they're they've been bringing back and who they're not. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have Chris Evans, we don't have Chris Pratt, we don't have yep. RDJ, yep. but we have Cumberbatch, we have Rudd. Yep. Yeah. We have, and it all it says it also says additionally, Car- uh, Carol Danvers, uh, Peter Parker slash Zombie Hunter Spider Man, uh, yeah. Ultron, Ooh. Gamora, Maximoff, uh, Cherie, Pepper Potts, and members of the Dora Milaje will also appear. And they don't have voice actors attached to them, so I'm assuming that those are going to be new voices coming in uh, mm. to, to voice those people, which. I don't think you understand how hype I am to watch Peter Parker fight zombies. Like I know, just, yeah, I know. dude. Every yeah. fiber of my being is like, when can I just be in a yeah. coma until that episode comes out? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, and then uh, we'll talk about this too. But uh, I don't know if you guys know what episode three is yet. But I know that Joel, I you are gonna you are gonna get a, a man boner over it um, <laughs> pretty quickly. I think. Uh, As what, if there's anything uh, other than a man like, boner, but still, I feel like I wa- I feel like I read mm-hmm. a list of what it was. Hang on, it's a. Uh, and- hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, <laughs> I remember. So there's a King Loki episode, but I don't think it's that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Zombie Parker is like not till like episode like five or six. Uh, oh God, I I can't remember. Who's your favorite? What is it? Who's your favorite guy that's hot? What I mean, hot guy? Such a oh, is it fucking Hawkeye? It's a Hawkeye episode, dude. <laughs> It's a Hawkeye episode. Yeah, and I, should I just say what it is? Are you or? Sure. Yeah. It's so it's what if the world lost its its mightiest heroes, and I'm pretty sure it's Hawkeye like going after the Avengers and trying to kill them. Uh, that's my theory, at least. So we'll see. Hawkeye kills the I'm Avengers. I'm pretty sure it's a Hawkeye centric, a Clint Barton centric episode. Whether he's someone else here, you know, like Star Lord is. Um, T'Challa Star Lord in that in that sense, so right. We'll see, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's mm. what it's about. What do you have there on your phone, Lauren? The only the only person who could go after the Avengers and try to kill them would be Hawkeye. So, IMDb has the episode three is Loki, King of Earth, mm. but it does have Clint Barton in the episode. That's what I'm saying. It's it's. It's a Clint episode because so. it does say "What if the world lost its mightiest heroes?" So yeah. they would, I guess, that would maybe be like uh, Loki won the Battle of New York, though. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Uh, I just think it's interesting. Like the, this is like the this is, seems like one of the most exciting, mm-hmm. you know, out of all the first three so far. So it's you know, again, they're definitely delving into that um, into that kind of craziness of that, that what if can provide as as a concept. So, but we should talk. Uh, we should we should jump back to the second episode. Um, I googled it, it though, and there is a episode three clip, and it's got uh, crossbones in it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know what this episode. It's going to be <laughs> crazy. It's going to be crazy. Be nuts. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Episode two was fucking great, man. Um, yeah. I'm really i I'm really really sad that we're not going to have any more T'Challa in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. even, even just seeing him as like star Lord was just the charisma that the dude carries on screen. Even when it's, yeah. animated. it's just so good. It was yeah. great. Seriously. Like just, yeah. I mean, obviously the, uh, the heft that, you know, um, uh, God, thank you. Uh, Why am I blanking on his name that Chadwick brought to the role? You know, obviously is apparent here. Um, I love that that, you know, it's it's similar to that Quill story, but different in the terms of like the like the the, the whole reason why this story takes place is because Yondu was like too lazy to go do the work himself. You know what I mean? And like they fucked up. I love how he's like, does this look like the same kid? Yeah, it's really funny, actually. You know, like Like, that's the kind of stuff that like makes these stories really interesting, though, where it's like one little mistake like changes all this, you know, everything. So um, I will say Michael Rooker is not a voice actor. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I love seeing so... him on screen, but he's not. I was just like, I don't think he's great in like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. This 
that this whole episode, multiple cast members did not sound like themselves. Like Jaiman Hansu as well, kind of sounded a little different. Um, yeah, yeah. and name? even Sean Gunn as Craglin yeah, sounded yeah, yeah, yeah. different. Yeah. And like you know, yeah, I already said. Absolutely. I will say I love Jaiman Hansu in this, where he's like the Star Lord fanboy. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the character is great. Yeah, he's like, you're my best friend. <laughs> it's yeah. so good. He's like, oh, can I use the gun? And he's like, yeah, please. He's like, oh, but I feel like I shouldn't use the gun. He's like, no, no, please, please, please use the gun. It was so like <laughs> the whole opening yeah. sequence was so fucking good, dude. Yeah. I just also love that they brought back Cosmo and Howard the Duck. Yep. For this yep. episode. Totally. And Seth as Howard the Duck. You gotta love gotta love a Howard the Duck cameo wherever you can get Howard it. Howard the Duck take being it. left behind because he wants to drink at happy hour. Was yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Um, happy hour just started. I think I think obviously one of the most surprising things is uh, Thanos, you know, obviously being yeah. in the episode. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Thanos like I think that was a good guy. Yeah, totally. Dude, the and writing like, joke of that kind of like genocide. Oh, oh my God. And that's the, yeah. that's the funniest thing where it's like he still has that thought. It just happens to be the version of Thanos that doesn't act on it you know yeah um it's it, uh, that cracked me up every time um but i think that's actually something that i appreciated about this episode is that it really focused a little bit more on the supporting characters um mm-hmm. you know in terms of like all those little bit play like the the captain carter episode like it definitely has some of those moments but it's more steve peggy centric you know which yeah yeah is yeah. natural um you know in, in that scenario but here, I really appreciated all those little moments, you know, like with Jaiman Hansu's character, with with Thanos, with Gamora uh, being, yeah. you know, essentially like an untormented version of, uh, of or sorry, not Gamora, of Wait, Nebula. Nebula. Nebula, yeah. sorry, an untormented. I was like, also blonde Nebula? Yeah, we, exactly, Weird. right? With that sweet, sexy hair. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I really liked watching Thanos fight the Black Order. Like that mm-hmm. shit was crazy. Yeah. Exactly, dude. totally, dude. And and there was some, there was just some really, really good moments, like character beats, you know, emotional beats. Like I, it's 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 a, a well done episode, I think. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed when he got to see his Baba in the end. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it was yeah, uh, yeah. Oh God, it was so emotional. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, definitely. And there's a lot more I'm sure that we could discuss, but one of the things that I thought was interesting was the tease at the end, right? Like the sort of the cliffhanger where we see ego basically go find Quill, who's like working at a Dairy Queen, you know? Yeah. So it's like, that's definitely like more of a lead in probably for a follow up episode if they do that. Um, and maybe they'll get Pratt back for that. But, uh, I just thought that was interesting how they sort of, because usually these stories are, you know, it's beginning, middle, and end. Like, they don't have that continuity like the MCU normally yeah. has. So I found it really interesting that they're sort of dabbling in that this early in the series. Yeah. I feel like if we get some kind of a post-credits in episode three as well, that's going to be a theme of, like, um, all of these are going to lead into something else, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they yeah. both have. That, that would make sense. And, you know, the other thing, too, thinking about that is, like, the larger implications of the multiverse. Again, like, I think when the series came out, we didn't – I don't even think Marvel knew that, like, it kind of seemed like it was going to be a, more of a standalone thing, right? Like, it's just a one-off, like, weird animated series where they're trying these different ideas. But now, especially with, like, timing it to come right after Loki – it feels yeah. very much more in line with like that idea in terms of 
you know, telling these alternate stories, but also having them serve a point in the larger narrative course of the MCU, you know, at least in phase four. Yeah. So. Yeah. I wonder if like then with the multiverse opening, if they'll pull some of these characters into live action. I mean, I would love Damn. to see live action Cap- yeah. Captain Carter. Although Slash if they'll retcon Spider-Verse. Yeah. As part of what if. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And we get Donald Glover. <sighs> That'd be amazing. I would there say is, I would totally watch a, a Spider-Man that... episode. <laughs> there is a rumor that in that No Way Home trailer, when the shot of like Peter, he's like talking to a black woman in the car. And he like looks over mm-hmm. that that's like Miles Morales' mom, but like mm. that is so fucking far fetched. Yeah, yeah. Um, they need to it, they need to yeah. introduce Miles in like the next trilogy, but they need to fucking do it because Marvel's like been waiting way too long to, right. to pull that trigger. Uh, yeah. I will say about that shot though, it's very subtle, but if you pay attention, he's clearly using like the spider sense to notice whatever if it's Doc Ock first or Green Goblin first. Like she's looking at him like dead-eyed as if she's not paying attention but it's yeah. just because he's because he's looking so fast yeah well it also that, like, it also feels like, like that could be from like a different scene like they're splicing his reaction to the shot of doc op coming up and it, it could they could very well be from different scenes like they do that shit in trailers True. all the time so. it does oh, look yeah. like he's wearing the same outfit he's wearing when he's on top of the car though when well, he changes into the suit yeah but i mean it could be from a different part of the sequence or what like those shots might not necessarily like play out that way in, in the no, movie so yeah. well, so definitely oh, yeah. though where it's like something's going on and then you know they're doing the the trailer thing um where they you know sort of take two moments that aren't connected and, and make them seem like they are so yeah um Marvel would never do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Marvel um, would never CGI out a bunch of Infinity Stones on a gauntlet in a trailer. Right. Uh, I also... Oh, Jesus, sorry. I keep getting text messages. Um, I also love that um, they play on, on Nebula, what we know about Nebula, in terms of, like, we think she's going to turn. Oh, and in actuality, yeah, she yeah. was really a good guy all along. Like, it's classic, you know. Uh, yeah. Classic Nebula Triple in that cross. case. Yeah, exactly. The triple cross. <laughs> classic. Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think it's, you know, they have fun with those character moments and it really plays into like, what I liked most about this episode is it doesn't like necessarily discard or change anything about what we know about the characters, but it actually Mm -hmm. adds to their characterization, I guess, in the MCU as a large, you know what I mean? Um, in different and unique and and often funny, uh, ways. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. I really enjoyed when, uh, Tachaka asks um, Yondu, like, how did you come across my son, right? And yeah. instead of being like, he was abducted, yeah. T'Challa was like, he <laughs> found me when I was lost. And it was like, yeah, yeah. that's cute. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty sweet moment. So adorable. Um, so, definitely. Something we haven't talked about is what did you guys, it's kind of hard to tell at this point, but what did you guys think about um, Jeffrey Wright as, as the Watcher? I mean, he hasn't had a huge presence in the show so far. Yeah. I mean... The, he's got a very soothing voice. Yeah, you know, totally. <laughs> what else am I gonna say? Like, yeah, like, we didn't get to see him, right? So I, yeah. don't, force you so I don't to know. ask but the right question. Right now, I like it. What, what if? Like, it's such a great delivery. I am yeah. the Watcher. Well, I guess I'm saying, like, do you guys think that the Watcher will play more heavily in into the series as a whole as it goes along, and maybe that's the connective thread to everything else? Maybe, or do you, maybe. do you think it's just he kind of serves as like an introduction to the to you know? Uh, the show. I feel like there's got to be more to him at some point That's... with the deal that they made about like 
Jeffrey being cast. Yes, agreed. That's I don't know idea. why they would have made such a big deal about that if I feel like his whole thing is like he did he he doesn't intervene, you know what I mean? So I don't know how much more he could be involved. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe There's... it would be cool to see him. He, I mean, he's already bald, but it would be cool to see him in like the watcher cape with like the big like flipped up fucking collar. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe Don't we see Stan Lee with a bunch of watchers in Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see like one of those guys just like with Jeffrey Wright's face on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Definitely. Yeah, and that, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not really too much in implications in terms of how he's gonna play into the series or how heavily he's gonna play into the series so far. So I'm very curious if that's just like kind of window dressing for everything else or if it actually, you know, he actually Look, has a significant David role. David Attenborough in the is the voice of, you know, planet Earth and he's never in it. You know yeah. what I mean? So no, it totally. could just be like we cast someone famous that everyone loves. To absolutely. Guide us absolutely. This but but adventure. it feels sure. weird to to minimize his role in terms of having just having him do a couple lines of intro at the beginning and a couple lines of outro at the end. Yeah. You know, like what I would prefer to see is a little bit more narration throughout, right? Like I, yeah. the bits yeah. I yeah. liked were, were was like, especially in the first uh, great example is in the first episode with Captain Carter, where he's like, "This, this is the moment where it happens, right? Yeah. Like everything yeah. changed yeah. because of this. Like more stuff like that, I think, would be beneficial to the series. In terms yeah, of, like he's you know, actually telling the stories. Exactly. Yeah. This. This is the moment when Steve Rogers knew he was going to become a bottom twink to Captain oh, Carter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys have any other notes or anything on, on this episode. Um, but I would say overall, I'd probably give this probably a 7 out of 10. or the episode? The episode, probably 7 out of 10. I think Captain, Car Captain Carter, for me, is a 6 out of 10. Um, and I think okay. a lot of that six comes from the action, like we talked about. So yeah, I would say I would I would give this one like an eight. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's fair. I liked it a lot. That's fair. Yeah, I think I think episode one would be like five or six. Um, uh, yeah, I just I don't know I. It didn't grasp me as much as I would have yeah. wanted from a uh, Peggy Carter situation, but I feel like honestly Peggy keeps getting done dirty in the MCU, That's which true. makes me sad. Um, but then I think episode two, yeah, probably like an eight. Nice. Like after watching episode two, I was like, okay, yeah, I can I can stick with this if it's gonna continue on in this direction. Yeah. Totally. You're like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not like, oh my gosh, what yeah. if? But I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I could, uh, I'm down to see what else they have. Agreed. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm just waiting until the Spider-Man versus the zombie episodes. So I yeah. would. Uh, yeah, totally. And, and I think for me, the reason why I would rate it a seven as opposed to an eight, because I definitely feel the same way, you know, as you guys in that regard, I feel like there's better stuff to come yet. And that's the only way, sure. the only reason why yeah. I was reserved in, in, in that rating. So hopefully yeah. that'll yeah. In future news, I give Zombie Hunter Spider-Man a 10 out of 10. 
Do you give it a 27 out of 10? I was going to say. Yeah. A 27 out of 10. Or is it a 26 because on... it's because it's not uh, No Way Home? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. It's a 28 out of 10. There you go. Oh. Jeez. Look, it's got zombies in it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. true. That's true. True. <laughs> zombies and Spider-Man. For you. It's like your wet dream come true. It's right literally the wall behind you. <laughs> Seriously, right? Like... <laughs> <laughs> No joke. He has Shit. two no zombie movie posters, and then in the middle, a Marvel poster There's that has Spider-Man on it. On this. Wow! <laughs> yep. Good call. Right. I love it. It's so good. Uh, anyway, in case this, I don't know. This is a different episode. Who cares? Uh, I'm the LA nerd everywhere on the internet. Taylor, where can everybody find you online? Uh, once again, you can find me <laughs> at Taylor Salen on Twitter. <laughs> Lauren, has any of your social media changed? <laughs> In the last, uh, what, half hour? No, yeah. probably not. <laughs> probably still at Miss Pixie underscore Miss Pixie. Beautiful. Mm. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this same episode of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. Probably. And, uh, <laughs> in two in in two weeks, we'll be talking more about what if. So I'll see you guys then. Later, nerds. Peace. Bye. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop the Pop. <laughs> Just Part kidding. three. Just uh, kidding. We'll see, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye.